Soapy ball bags. We are back again. Uh, it's me, and it's and it's me. It's you, <laughs> me and you, and, you and me. Lots and lots for us to see. You are Craig, and I am Stu. <laughs> I like to I send am off for a big fat poo. I send you Snapchats of me poo. Oh, pack that in. Listen, do you know what? The first, I, I was going to say a dozen times, the first two times it was funny, but we're on, we're in triple figures now. <laughs> triple Stop sending figures. me photos of your shit. Over a hundred photos. I don't Yes. <laughs> Over the years, you've got some sort of fetish that whenever you have a shit, you want to take a photo of it. Put your little sticker things on it, your little googly eyes and face and smiley faces and send it to me. Listen. I don't like them. I don't want to open up Snapchat to see a big fat fucking tear looking back at me. Yeah, but some of them are a work of art. Everyone's different. They're all well, individual. Now, stop it. I You're begging. Like it. <laughs> what would you I rather like have? You. What would you rather have? Me front bum or me poop? Well, could you just maybe just send a photo of your smiley face or something? I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> the shit's better than this face. Everyone in my family knows my pin number. I just go away and leave my phone. And I've come back many times. And Becca's been looking at my phone or Matt. And I've so I've t- what did you do once? Did you show you I'm sure you showed a photo of your cock once and Becca saw it. Oh, she was sat next to me. You did? She was sat next to me as I've opened a picture and there was you with your fucking bell and hanging out. <laughs> memories I'm making memories mate <laughs> <laughs> right so we're on to 0011 now on the last episode I said to you that that was the last time Everton had beaten Liverpool at Anfield okay you've done a bit of research and I have done a bit of research and it actually was the last time Everton beat Liverpool at Anfield it was the last century and also if you have a look at the without goal spoiler um, but I think Everton have only beaten us four times since then and no times I shouldn't be talking like this because I'm just literally now going they haven't beaten us for I think 10 years now a decade yeah, I know it was a long time. I wouldn't know it was that long, but so we've gone thirty years without winning the Premier League, and we or the league, and we've now won it. And the blue noses have all gone fucking asterix and all that. Yeah. What is it going to be like when they actually finally beat us? <laughs> yeah, now we're open top bus so. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the uh, the Andy Johnson game? Yeah. Didn't he release a, vid- a DVD of that? 
think he did. <laughs> he did, though, didn't he? I think he did. Oh, this, yeah. this is supposed to be an impartial Liverpool Everton podcast. It is, but we talk very little about Everton, unless we're taking the piss. Ever who? Ever 2000, to- 2001. So, Julio's still our manager, Walter Smith still is. Yeah. Uh, Man United won the league, got an amazing team, hate to say, but wiped the floor with everyone again. They have got clear of Arsenal. Yeah, but I mean, look at the points, the end points total, and they were still allowed to lose games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They lost six games. The, the way the, the, the season is now, where, I mean, they should be calling for Pep Guardiola's head this year because of how many oh, yeah. games he's lost. But it was acceptable back then. You still won the league as well by losing yeah. six games. We only won 24 games. It's won 24, drew eight and lost six. And that was enough to get them champions. Where would that get them now in this season's league title? 80 points to that. So what's, what's the table there now? Let's have a gonch. Remember uh, him on Grange Hill. So Liverpool finished third this season behind Man United Arsenal. Leeds still having a great time in fourth. Everton, uh, you've got to look a little bit further down the table, all, all the way up, oh, wait, oh, number 16. Ooh. All the way down to 16. Uh, they only won 11 games, drew nine, lost 18. Wow, that's bad. So in this current season, right, if you take Liverpool out the equation with 93 points with 36 games... Man United would be top of the league by clear of City, five points clear. Really? Yeah. With their 80. But the yeah, City would have yeah. two games in hand on them, obviously. So, it, it's still a cra- 80 points. I mean, I think the last time we won the league, we won it with 79 points. Yeah. So, so there you go. So I mean, Man United, They're outscoring everyone, Man United. They've got an amazing attacking team, haven't they? And they've got... Um, Fucking strength all over the field, haven't he? Yeah. Scored 79 goals. Hey. Only conceded 31. A plus 48. Ours was plus 32. Mm. Um, this season, Charlton came up, Man City came up, and Ipswich. Hey. And by the end of the season, Man City was straight back down. Coventry and Bradford. Now, over the past six seasons... Man City being relegated three times. Coming back straight back down three times. So the, the proper definition of a yo-yo team. That is why he was such an, uh, uh, a thingy. Uh, oh my God, what's the word? <coughs> you know, to purchase. They were so, such an attractive... Because they're a, a semi-big club that yeah. were really down on the look. You know, brand new stadium that they were they were able to inherit and everything. They were they were picking up the best players for the championship side, but they just weren't quite good enough for the Premiership side. Mm-hmm. So they were getting up up to the Prem, but then they weren't strong enough to stay in the Prem. Yeah. Um. So we had two trips to Cardiff this year, Cardiff Millennium Stadium. Yeah. We won the League Cup. After penalties versus Birmingham, it was nil-nil after 90 minutes. And we won the FA Cup. Um, 2-1 against Arsenal. Arsenal massively outplayed us, didn't they, if you remember. Freddie Lundberg scored. 
and uh, we were we were just sort of like treading water when we were just waiting for the final whistle. And then Owen in the eighty third and eighty eighth minutes, proper snatch and grab. Oh, wow, yeah, we totally. There was a couple of dubious handball decisions. Yeah, um, Arsenal were absolutely distraught at the end. Really, we couldn't believe that they just lost that game. On the run into the, to the final, do you remember we met Tramia? Johnny Aldo's Tramia in the quarters. Oh, did we? We beat them 2 4. They had a massive, they had a great season and a good cup run. Um, remember they, they had a replay against Southampton, didn't they? To, to, and the prize was to meet us. Um, they, they lost that 2 4, and an old resigned as a manager a couple of weeks later. Oh. And they got, uh, and Tramia went down. <laughs> he had a shit season to be honest, Tramia. I think they only won about four games that season. But they had a good cup run. Um, so that was... Oh, incidentally, have you seen that Liam Gallagher tweet this week? Going back to today, our time. Modern football. <laughs> um, yeah, he put something on like taking the piss out of Liverpool, saying um, Leeds coming up has just pissed over the party of Liverpool winning the first Premiership title in 30 years. So Johnny Aldo replied straight away. And God, oh, I wrote it down. There we are. He put, Liam, your team will always be in the shadow of Liverpool FC. Look, I'll put it in layman terms for you. It's identical to Oasis being in the shadow of the Beatles. Ooh. <laughs> Boom. Boom, Aldo. Get your coat and fuck off. I mean, yeah. Have you seen Leeds coming up? I'm made up. I am made up. I'm <laughs> I'm fed up at the Premier League, and no disrespect to the Bournemouths of this world, but they're punching above the weight massively. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I, I'm almost certain Leeds will stay up because they've got the fan base, they've got the backing. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they'll they'll let him buy players to keep them in the Prem. But they've got the history. Yeah, they're a massive team. In the back where they belong to be. Exactly, made up. Did you see James Milner's tweet? No. Um, it was basically along the lines of um, congratulations to Leeds, and there's a picture of him like in his Leeds kit when he was a young pup. Yeah. And like Liverpool fans underneath were going, "You are allowed to say we." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, because he was being dead politically correct and saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so. You know, he wasn't getting abuse. Basically, no, people were yeah. saying, fucking hell, mate. I think he'll end his days. I think he might well go at the end of this season. I don't know what his contractual... If, what, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it it was said last season, wasn't it? That he wasn't going to sign for us and he wanted to finish his career at Leeds. Hmm. But then Leeds didn't come up, did he? I mean, so, do you reckon that's what, that's what made him stay at Liverpool for another season? He's been amazing. I love him to pieces. But if he wants to go to Leeds to, to see out his career back in the Premier League, where they all started, good on him. He's definitely got a, he's definitely got a place in our team next season. Yeah, I'd still have... from the from the bench. But I would like him to do what he wants, either go to Leeds for a season, but then come back as a coach. I think he'd be an amazing coach for us. Yeah, he's lovely. He's got lovely hair. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. And his skin is always so soft. And you know what? When he, everyone thought he was dead dour, didn't he? He was just dead. Um, what's the word? Monotone. But his tweets are hilarious, aren't he? 
Yeah, he's dead. He's dead dry, isn't he? Yeah. I'm having a Ribena. <laughs> Let's get back in this time machine. <laughs> um, <coughs> so we've we've won the uh, the League Cup and the FA Cup. Uh, four days later, we're off to Germany to play Alaves. European Cup final. Oh, it's a hair hanging off the glasses. Um, now, what a game that was. Um, yeah. It was a, Alaves were massive underdogs, weren't they? It was a walk in the park, basically, that we fucking self-destructed on. This was this was the Liverpool of the time. They just, even going two goals ahead, you just weren't safe. No. Took the foot off the pedal. Um, what's his face? Cruyff. Got the equaliser, didn't he? Four all. And then at 117th minute, Oggy to give us the golden goal. And it was a weird one, wasn't it? Because people saw, it was like a split second of, have we won? Yeah. Yeah, they run off celebrate. He thought he was running off celebrating the goal, didn't he? Yeah. And then he saw us like turn around and goes, oh, hold on, that's the end of the game, we've won. Is it the end of the game? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I think football... It was a brave experiment, um, but this was an own goal. It was a Gary McAllister cross, effectively, that mm. was nodded in. Um, so you've lost the game, and you know you haven't got a chance to put right your wrong. Yeah. But is it better than penalties? I would probably say so. I would have. I would carry on playing fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes, till the players are all collapsing with exploded hearts. It's got to be more entertaining than penalties. Penalties are shit. Yeah. Yeah, you can't play all that time and then the whole game, the whole result can be based on just somebody fluffing a spot kick. Mm. There was one of the league games the other night, Premier League games, getting back in the time machine. And um, there was seven minutes of injury time. Was, and it, Man was it Man United? Was it Man United? I think it was, was seven minutes overtime. It's fucking ridiculous. Just bring in a timekeeper. Stop the clock. They're doing these water breaks, which I'm all for. I haven't got a problem with it. I've told you my idea to revolutionise football. While there's a water break on, you get the commentators to do a little advert. And this game is brought to you by Jimmy's Autos, the number one auto station for all your auto needs. Like that. Is that your Uncle Jimmy you're trying to plug there? Yeah. But... um. Just stop the clock. When the ball goes out of play, stop the clock. Yeah. I know I know. we've talked about this fucking years ago. You've always said this. And I've always had the argument that you could have, the, the television people won't allow that because you could have playing effectively, it will effectively be playing 90 minutes of football, but it could be an hour over a space of two hours because the ball's been out for 35 minutes. Yeah. But what it'll do, right, it'll focus the players... There was, um, what was I listening to? Oh, I was listening to another football podcast. And it, I think it was a tribute to Jack Charlton. And Packy Bonner in, um, it was about 88. Uh, you know, the pass-back rule and all that. Yeah. I think that he, he set the record for holding the ball the most in a match. It was something like nine minutes or something. Nine minutes of play. It was yeah. him. Having and that it, that led to the, the pass back getting abolished and all that. Yeah. So that was just a and when Chelsea come and park the bus and Gerard slips, they within the first minute 
we're wasting time. Well, yeah. if you're going to waste time, but if the clock stops and you're going to start cramping up because you're playing 90 minutes of football and it's going to take three hours, the, the managers will be going, stop wasting time. Fucking wasting um, time. Yeah, I totally agree with the way what you're saying about stopping all this extra time and the time wasting. But you can't just have it as simple as as soon as the ball crosses the line or the touchline, stop the clock. Because it could go on for fucking ages. Well, you, you would have criteria. It might not be a case of um, they're doing it on purpose. It might just be a game where the ball's always going out for corners and free kicks. Okay, so yeah, stop the clock when there's a foul, though there's a free kick needed. And stop the clock substitutions and goals. For anything else, the, the clock carries on. But yeah, give that at, a go. At 90 minutes, there's a klaxon. And the next time the ball goes out of play, game over. We you, could do that because the, the team that's winning will just welly the ball up. That's what they do in rugby. So if you're, imagine, imagine being Everton and that has gone and you've got a free kick on the edge of the Liverpool box and the klaxon's just gone. Imagine how amazing that would be. Oh, oh yeah. It's now, isn't it? That's why the goalie always comes running up in the last minute. Get me big foot on this. <laughs> right, I'm back in the time machine. <laughs> Uh, the, only thing I was, the only other thing I was going to say about the Alaves game was on the run into the final, um, I forgot how many teams we beat. Olympiacos, Roma, Porto and Barcelona. Yeah. So we had no easy run in there. Oh. So a good treble winning season, this. And this this is like the, the UEFA Cup, which is a, a fucking shit show of a, a cup. But look, like the teams you've just mentioned there. Yeah, it's, a, it's only the players who haven't won it that say it's a shit cup. The ones who have been knocked out along the way, they're not asked about it. But at the end of the day, it's a bit of silverware. It's the it's the little brother of the European Cup, Champions League, no doubt. But it's another trophy in the cabinet. It's another it's trophy that, that the Evertonians haven't got. Um, so, I haven't done my transfers for this season yet, have I? No, you haven't. Let's get this out the way. Who did Liverpool buy this season, lid? Uh, We've already he... mentioned him. We've got Coventry, Babel, and Yardy Lippmann on a free. Who's Coventry? From Coventry. Did I say Coventry? Yeah. McAllister from Coventry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we signed the city of Coventry on a free. <laughs> uh, yeah, McAllister, Babel, and Yardy Lippmann were all on a free. Wow. we got Barnby from the Blues. Uh, Kristen Zieger, Gregory Vignal and Igor Biscan. Out went Bjornaby, Bab, David Thompson, Matteo, Brad Friedel, Rigobert Song, Staunton, Eric Meyer and Titi Kamara. That's a clear out, isn't it? That's a proper clear out. And you've got to say, you can't argue about any of that. No, they're all solid. Signings, aren't Good signings and surplus to the requirements. Lads going out. Uh, Everton, they brought in Alessandro Pistoni from Newcastle, Steve Watson, Paul Gascoigne, Thomas Gravison, they got Ferguson back from Newcastle, and Gary Naismith. Oh, 
out went Mitch Ward, Don Hutchinson, John Collins, Nick Barnby to us, Dunn, and Mark Hughes. Oh. So a bit of a clear out on both sides of the city. Yeah. Some cracking signings there, though, Gazza. Oh, I'd love to have seen him play. Well, Ferguson should never have gone, really, should he? He's a, you snap him in half, he bleeds blue, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Gravison as well. He was solid for the money. Yeah, he was a good player. Didn't oh. he go off to um, Real Madrid after Everton? Who was the other one, wasn't he? There was two of them. What was his name? Some, someone come, I think this might be the next season. Um, there's two that look similar, both bald yard knocks. And the story was, the other one went to Real Madrid. Or maybe there's this one. I think it was the other one. Goes to Real Madrid and then... He, the story was they bought the wrong one. They wanted Gravison, but they, saw, they bought the other fella by mistake. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Fucking hell, mate. Have a word. Have a word. So, we... can't think about it now, but um, we'll get back to it. Are we getting on to the game then? Go ahead, then. So, the first game, 29th of October 2000, Liverpool versus Everton. Uh, Paul Dirken, 44,718. The team, the Liverpool team, this is a, I like this team. This was the, uh, I enjoyed this team. So it was Vesterveld, Babel, Hippier, Berger, Gerard, Herman, McAllister, Ziege. I like Ziege. Remember when he bleached his hair? Yeah. Bambi, Fowler, and Heskey. Uh, on the bench, we had. Peggy, uh, yeah. Dimitri Traore, future European Cup winner, Jamie Carragher, Danny Murphy, and Smitje. Mm-hmm. And the Everton team was Gerard Watson, Weir, Ball, Xavier. Oh, remember when he bleached his hair? Mm-hmm. Um, Gascoigne, Graveson, Narco, Pembridge. Uh, how do you say his name? Ty? Campbell and then Simonson on the bench, Unsworth, Naismith, Gemmel, and Joe Max Moore from America. Oh, hey, I'm Joe Max Moore. I've come to save your season, Everton. I'm going to score you 100 goals. Yes, I am, Jim Bob. But he didn't. No. <laughs> so the, the score is 3 1 Liverpool. Uh, Nicky Barnby scores for Liverpool. 12 minutes. Uh, Kevin Campbell equalises 17 minutes. It stays that way until the 56th minute when Heskey scores. And then Patrick Berger slots a penalty away in the 78th minute. Um, Gravison, I presume it's a penalty for a foul because Gravison is sent off in the 77th minute. Yeah. I can't find any footage of this game on YouTube. No, we've both had a look for this, can't find it. Which is bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Because it, we're, we're, we're right in the Premier League era now. Fucking hardcore. So this game is out there somewhere. I'll do some yeah, more. I things. mean, if not as mainstream as what it is now, you can watch any game you want now, can't you? But even like the foreign t- foreign countries were filming where it's to, to, to show um, in Spain and Cyprus and Greece and, you know, when you're on holiday, you could always watch every game, couldn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh. 
So I'm sure I, I've seen. Is this the header? Bambi scores an header. Yeah. And he doesn't. He celebrates, but doesn't celebrate. He does. Does oh, he, he does. celebrate? I can't yeah. remember. I remember him. It, it was like he didn't sort of break stride. The ball just come onto his head type of thing. Yeah, I can't remember who had the shots, but I think the, the shots from like outside the box. Um, was it Jed Harding goal to the side? Mm-hmm. Um, he sort of like fisted it out and it went straight onto Barmby's head as he was running in and just started ah. it. And he carried on running. Like, yeah, his yeah. Arms carried um, on running, yeah. I remember the commentator actually Barbie, who else? Looks like he's just come back. He come back to he'd come to Liverpool. I'd be three from them. Who else? <laughs> I like Nicky Barbie. He was a lovely little lad. Um, music? Did you get the? Um, te- no, we were talking last week about oh. how come our second choice keeper wasn't on the bench. No, when Staunton got sent off, and then Westerville got sent off, and Staunton yeah. had to go. And go. You must. You were up in bed when you're late at night. Yeah, I couldn't sleep. It was like one o'clock in the morning. Going, why wasn't our second choice keeper on the bench? Go ahead, then put the fans. The sorry, put the listeners out of their misery. Um. So it was the three E E. What did you call it then? E E U. Yeah. You could only have three non E E U players in your squad. So at the time, the Czech Republic went. In the EU, really. So we had Berger and Smytra. Oh. And now I'm talking about it, I forgot to see who the third one was. Bob, and we had uh, Brad Friedel. And he's well, Brad Friedel should have been on the No, he should have been on the bench, shouldn't he? Yeah, but he could have been on the bench. bench. Yeah. yeah. So I can't remember who the third outfield player was, but that's why Friedel wasn't on the bench. Which was pretty pointless because they couldn't put him on the pitch anyway because we'd already used our three subs. Nah. So I've just wasted up two minutes of wasted airspace. <laughs> it's not wasted, it's knowledge, and knowledge is the bomb. Music this year, Mr. Lucas, what was oh. it, number one during this game? Spice Girls, holler. Holla! So is I've this got the. A clue how it goes. Uh, I've listened to it. Um, it was a double A side. Okay. What was it? No, I don't think so. I think it was the getting ready for their last. I think this might have been their last single or so. I don't think it was their last single, but they're on the verge of breaking up. Uh, because Yeah, well, I remember from last week, or last year rather, they won um, at the Brits the best contribution to music or something. It was like a lifetime achievement thing. Yeah. Um, what about their album? Oh, not their album. The album that was at number one. Texas Greatest Hits. Love Texas. Spitzeri. 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 Didn't you have a thing with um, Chris Evans? Did she? I seem to remember on um, what's that late night program he had? Uh, don't forget your toothbrush. No, it was like a music show late night. I got fucking. What was that called? Late night. Um, but she was on it quite regular, and he always made it quite clear that he fancied her. Oh, okay. Don't know where any favour. No, I was quite uh, quite like listening to Texas. 
Nice background music while you're doing something else. Yeah, greatest hits album, though, isn't it? Uh, okay, right. What was the uh, What was the Goodison game? The Goodison game. This is a famous game in our history. I can still. I'm sat in my living room now, and I can still see your knee marks on the floor. <laughs> Two grooves down my wooden floor. I think you had a blue carpet back then. I seem to remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I seem to remember taking the skin off my knees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is the 16th of April, 2001. Uh, Jeff Winter is all over this game. Yes. Yeah. The celebrity referee that he was. Um, 40,260 watched an extremely dirty game of football. Uh, it was Everton 2, Liverpool 3. So the Everton team was Gerard Unsworth, Watson Weir, Goff, Ball, Xavier Gemmel, um, Narco, Campbell and Ferguson. Uh, the bench, Simone, Pistoni, Alexanderson, Graveson, Pembridge. The Liverpool team, Vesterveld, Babel, Honcho, Hippier, Carragher, Igor Bishkan, uh, Haman, McAllister, Speechy, Smeechy, Fowler, Heskey, um, the bench, Peggy, uh, Stephen Wright, remember him? Gregory Vignell, yeah. um, Christian Zieger, and Michael Owen was back there. He must have been injured for this season because he's, yeah. Now, Everton had six yellow cards, and Liverpool had six yellow cards, and one of them was for Igor Bishkan, and then that's 77th minute, and then he gets another one. Yeah. It's not, not for the same thing, is it? It's no, like no, it's two yellows. A few seconds later. Um, I wouldn't say it was a few seconds later, it was minutes later. Well, on on this paperwork, it's saying 77 and 77. He gets a red card, and it's one of them. <laughs> and off he goes. Yeah. And... So Heskey puts us one nil up in the fifth minute. Um, big dunk smashes one in forty two minutes. Yeah, Babel's goal is one of my favourite all time goals. Where yeah. fucking Roy the Rovers webs it. Boom! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just literally puts his foot through it. Um, at some point, I think it's after that Fowler hits the perfect penalty. Well, it wasn't perfect because it's the post. Yeah, he <laughs> literally placed it so amazing. It bounces off the out inside of the post back out. Yeah. Um, then Unsworth. gets his red card. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then Unsworth penalty for um, Hippie was holding down big dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, his, with his left arm, I seem to remember. And then, in the 90th minute, it's boss. Because if you watch the play... 94th minute. There you go. So, on the edge of the Everton, at the Liverpool box, Everton are attacking. One of them tries to web it in, and it bounces off McAllister. And everyone's like, that handball! Handball! But it's outside the box. It would have been a free kick if it had been given. And Liverpool break. And is it Smeetje who's running up? And he gets, 
it, it, it's just outside the centre circle, more or less. And he gets upended. And he rolls like he's just been shot, like they do. Yeah. And, like, nobody's expecting it. And he just put... It, it's not even, like... He just places this boss little free kick into the bottom left-hand corner from that far yeah, out. Gerard's um, their keeper is lining up the, the wall, isn't he? He's telling the wall to... He's trying to line him up. So he's he's the left-hand side of his goal. Out of position. Mm-hmm. As the referee blows his whistle. McAllister sees... Hold on. He's, he's fucking out of position here. And just webs the perfect free kick. Yeah. Bottom, bottom right-hand corner as he's looking out. Yeah. And uh, next thing, you're skidding across the, the living room floor. Oh. Yeah, and your beard, obviously, Shelly Belly has got Becca Miller in a tum-tum. Yeah. And I remember it being a dead hot day, even though it was April. It was quite a hot, sticky yeah. day. And um, I don't know if we were drinking or not. I can't remember that bit. But... At the time, Michelle was still pretending she was an Everton fan because she brought up as an Everton fan. Yeah. So you were up in a grill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We had a miscarriage. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Well, what you're saying there about us breaking on the attack. The first goal was that as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't um didn't he accuse Carragher of handball in our box? And then we broke straight up Nesky scored his goal. So that's that's whatever we're clinging on to. Should have had two penalties. Yeah. It was a, it was a cracking dirty boss old fashioned derby. See I still look on this game, look, look back on it as one of my favourites. And I don't know whether it was because we were watching it as a foursome. I don't know whether it was because of your reaction skidding across the living room floor. I don't know what, but I, or the action of the game. But this is one of my favourite derbies. Yeah. Well, in the context, Liverpool finished third. But only the top three got into the European Cup then. Yeah. And looking back on this season... We do the treble, obviously, but we seemed to celebrate that maybe the club, I don't know if the fans did, we've just won a historic treble. Not the big treble, but the best treble you can get without winning the league. Yeah. And we seem to celebrate getting into the Europe. I think we go to Charlton on the last day of the season and I think we did them 4-0 and Fowler scores and I don't know if he got a hat-trick or not, I might be making it up, but... We, we seem to celebrate finishing in the Champions League spot more. And that become a thing for... I think that become a, a weight on our shoulders that as long as you got into the European Cup spaces, that was a successful season. Whereas Ferguson was still at, at Man United going, let's win the league. While this, was you... the thing, this was a thing with foreign coaches. Mm. Foreign coaches wanted the European Cups more than domestic cups probably more than the league title because back on their CVs winning a European trophy had more gravitas than having a domestic cup or a league title so whereas Julio came but before and Julio was our first foreign manager when he gosh um, so that's where the ethos of the club changed a little bit I think so and you see it now with the foreign the, all the foreign uh, managers they're all, they're all trying to get into that fourth spot to get the European spot. Yeah. I would be all for the champions 
are in uh, by all means have have little mini leagues and all that palaver, but the champions get in it. But you wouldn't do it. They just no. will never go back to that ever. No. I mean, um, this this COVID that's going on at the moment. This COVID, this COVID shit thing that's going on. Or every industry in the world, whether it be football, manufacturing, whatever, any business now, whatever they want to get in, they're going to try and get in now and blame it on COVID. We've had to do this because of what's gone on. So I think if um, FIFA want to change any sort of cup thing, want to change it around, <laughs> want to change any sort of the way things run, this is the time they're going to do it. We've had to do this because we haven't got the time to do it. So we've had to drop it down to X, Y, or Z. I think there's going to be some changes in some cup, cup, cup competitions. And they're going to say, and it, it'll just be this year because, and then maybe the following year, if it, if it was good, if it's what they wanted, oh, we're going to stay like this now. That way, so we're going to stay like this. Well, do you, do you, we're trying to push for like um, the world champion world club championship that's been expanded and the potential was there for it to be in in the close seasons when there isn't a world cup or the european championship yeah so just just too much footy just watch this space watch this space you heard it here first so the number one was emma bunton what took you so long what took you so long so Spice Girls were number one in October, and have they broke up now? Has she gone solo, or was she still with them? Or was she still Spice Girl and broke off on her own, or have they split? I think they've split, but I can't remember, and I don't care. Um, this is a better song than the Spice Girls song. What took you so long? I can't remember it. What took, it's in the playlist, my friend. What took you so long? Wasn't their first song... Um, Thingy's Diner. I think, but, 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 oh, I don't think so. Do, 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 do. Did you sing that? No. Oh, I'll have to invest these. Okay. Uh, what was the number one? Go the on. Number one go album on. was go on. Just Enough Education to Perform by the Stereophonics. And what do you think about the Stereophonics, Craig? I'm, a, I'm, I'm ambivalent. Is that a word? It just didn't affect me at all, one iota, just like, Meh. But then, because of um, basically Colin and his podcast and listening to new music, and I'm, try I'm actually listening to more albums now instead of just playlists, you know what I mean, of the greatest hits of, here's a list yeah. of boss songs. Um, I am going back, especially for our Christmas podcast as well, and trying to listen to the album because I think you get a bit more of a feel for the time yeah. on an album than a single maybe. So I listened to this album yesterday and it's quite a bloody good album, I'll have you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you are very stubborn in your music. I've tried to get you to listen to albums in the past. Oh, I've heard this boss, have you heard it? No. Would listen to it? No. Yeah, but isn't everyone... But is that good? No. Everyone does that though. Everyone all, and then everyone always picks like an obscure, weird album. Pick your top three albums, and everyone tries to be sophisticated and suave and debonair. No, but you, 
you didn't even know where Sheeran was three years ago, or Adele. Because whenever it comes to your house, you've got all this boss sound system where it's you've got your Sonos and all that, and you've got fucking American country music playing through it. And it's like, put some proper music on. Your poor kids have been brought up listening to friggin' Don Reeves. Yeah. No, I like Adele, and uh, I don't like Ed Sheeran. He's just a bit too fucking... No, yeah, you like him because you've heard him now. But when she was big, <laughs> when she was big, she's lost a lot of weight now. When she was in a pump, <laughs> no, even not. When did she come out? 19. So her first album, 19, everyone's raving about it. And I said, oh, yeah, this is Adele. Nah. Oh, she's dead good. Nah, I'm not interested. I don't listen to music. You're very, you're very stubborn when it comes to music. You've got your own idea. Yeah, yeah, but hasn't everyone? That's, that's, that's the thing with Colin's podcast, is that easy? Well, this is what you're saying. People are, are, are saying to you, oh, yeah, listen to this. No. Yeah. But how are you going to evolve? How are you going to... Oh, I'm, I'm evolving now. I'm, I'm learning now. I'm yes. learning. I'm all about so the learning. You're sending me texts going, oh, I've heard this song from Stereophonics. It's Boss. Yeah, it was out like 15 years ago. Well done. Or, or 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Writer. Good album. Who? Mr. Writer. Who's he? That's off the Jeep album. The song. What, al- what album? Stereophonics, Jeep. I've never heard of it. Shit. I'm not listening to it. <laughs> you've just said you've been listening to it. No, I'm just looking to, to perform. Yeah, that's not the Jeep album. Is that a Jeep album? Is that an album yeah. about Jeeps? I don't know what you're going on about now. <laughs> All this modern music's fucking doing me head in. Right. Just enough education to perform. Yeah. That's what the album's called. And there's a bit, where's the bit about Jeeps then? It's just just enough education to perform. J-E-E-P. Oh, fuck me. Oh, my <laughs> God. Is that what they call it, the Jeep album? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's just burnt me head out. Colin's got his head in his hands listening to this. He's going, you're a fucking... You're a Colin, fucking you got, Colin, you got your work cut out. I don't say uh, Does he give you your album yet to listen to? No. I'm sort of regretting saying I'll do it now. Why? Because... He'll give you some weird shit, mate. He won't give no, you not, fucking not space skills. Because, as you know, I mean, I've, you'll know from yesterday as well, I'm an excess fan. And it's always blown my mind that at the time I thought I was... I thought I was being dead trendy. Nobody else knew when excess was. Now, when this thing came out on Facebook... A few months ago, where you picked your top 10 albums that influenced you. Everybody I knew, about 90% of people, put the NXS kick album in. And I was like, oh, I really? Didn't. I thought I was on my own liking NXS. I thought it was quite cool. No. No, I know you didn't. Those were all fucking Don Reeves and fucking Dolly Parton. Shit. Fucking Kenny, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Kenny Loggins. Hello, I'm Kenny Loggins from Geneva. And I'm going to sing you about my horse. So, so I wanted to give my album to Colin. You no, know, because the ones I listened to, he gave someone an album, you gave him an album to listen to. So I wanted him to listen to In Excess X, the t- album after. 
which never gets talked about. But then he texts me back saying, no, no, I don't do that anymore. It's just, um, I'd give you an album. Yeah, yeah. Which was fair enough. But the reason I wanted to go on was so I could get his expert opinion on the album, if you like, as a, a heavy music listener. Well, hey-ho. It can't be I that good. If he hasn't listened to it, it can't be that good. No, because that's what his podcast is about. The best album you've never heard. Just because you haven't heard it doesn't mean it's not a good album. Well, anyway, I... let's get back to football. <laughs> Tangents! Um, right. Talking about music. <laughs> Shit. The Brits, 2001. Hosted by Anton Deck. Album of the Year was Coldplay. Yeah. Uh, best, best single of the year was Rock DJ by Robbie Williams. Also won the best video. Oh. This is the one where he's on roller skates, is he? Um, stripping his skin off, any? Yeah. Um, with his tiger underpants. Well, and he also got best British male solo artist. Best female solo female artist was Sonique. Don't know. Never heard of her. Um, I just know she was the the singer of S Express when they were out, and then she went solo. Uh, best group was Coldplay. Best newcomer was A1. Yeah. And you two won the outstanding contribution to music. You're, I was going to say you were a YouTube fan. Everyone's a YouTube fan, but no. Um, I never really got into them until Rattlin' Hum was my favourite album of theirs. Never um, listened to a YouTube album. Never will. Well, Colin's probably just had his ears pricked there. I know an album you should listen to. You can, Colin can suck my plums before I listen to a U2 album. Um, the Brits highlights of the night, or one of them was Eminem was on performing oh. live, and he won the best international male solo artist. And um, Oasis are always there trying to be the big bollocks, aren't they? So. Um, Noel was on stage to present you two with their award. And as he was on the microphone, he said, over the years, this ceremony has been accused of losing its sense of humour. But when A1 win a Brit, you know someone's taking the piss. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is this the one where Eminem sings with Elton John? No. So I think he sings the real Slim Shady. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, sports personality of the year was David Beckham. Um, probably his, probably his last his free kick against Greece to get us into the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, team of the year was Liverpool for the treble winning feat. But just to make sure Liverpool didn't celebrate too much, they gave Alex Ferguson a lifetime achievements award. Red nosed buffoon on. Um, in tennis, Goran Ivinovich. Goran, Goran Ivinovich. How do you say his name? Goran Ivinovich. Croatian, wasn't he? Yeah, let's see that. Um, he was well past his prime and ranked 125 in the world. Was given a wild card entry into Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. And he ended up winning it. Still to this day, the only time it's happened. No way. 
Uh, Tiger Woods won the Masters in 2001, which meant he was the only golfer in history to hold all four major championships simultaneously. Uh, and a lot of Liverpool fans won a few quid on the Grand National when Red Marauder won 33 to 1. You there? No. You had a couple of years when you went to the Grand National, didn't you? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Red Marauder. Um, top five movies. Five cats and dogs. No? I remember it, but... Four Shrek, three Bridget Jones, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, yeah, and Harry Potter's Philosopher's Stone. Was that the number one? That was the number one, Harry Potter. It's the third highest grossing film movie franchise behind Star Wars and the movie, the Marvel, Marvel Universe. That's a good, pretty good fucking thingy, considering they're not making any more, like. Um, ITV's pop star starts, Pamela Music Specs take five singers to make a band, record and release a single, hosted by Davina McCall. Judges were Nigel Lithgow, Nicky Chapman and Paul Adam. Paul Adam was later released by Louis Walsh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Danny, Mylene, Kim, Noel, and Suzanne became Hearsay. I liked Hearsay. They released what? Pure and Simple. Pure and Simple. Went straight to number one, selling 550,000 copies in the first week, making it the fastest selling debut single of all time in the UK. Mm. We were right up on it, weren't we? And we're still suffering with X Factor 20 years later. Yeah. Because that was such a big hit, everyone thought, we can do that. 20 million viewers tune in to watch EastEnders' Phil Mitchell get shot on his doorstep. The BBC negotiated the semi-final of Liverpool versus Barcelona to be delayed by 15 minutes so they could show it. Fucking hell. Imagine that. Hold on, just hold on 15 minutes. Phil's about to get shot. Phil's getting shot. Everyone's standing there in the stadium like... Or the Spanish going, who's Phil? Phil who? Anne Robertson appears as, as a guest on Room 101 and she's accused of provoking fury and racial hatred when she asks for Welsh people to go into Room 101. Oh. Remember that? No. She said, because they are irritating and annoying. Fair point. There's the uh, listener, gone. Six celebrities enter the Big Brother house for a week in aid of comic relief. Jack D won. Claire Sweeney was the runner-up. Uh, Jack D won that. because he kept saying, I want to go. <laughs> I like Jack D. He kept saying to everyone, just vote me, I want to go. So I'm mad enough, let me go. I wonder what he does now. Is he an actor now? Mm, He's just sort of disappeared, hasn't he? I'm assuming he's still on the comedy circus. I love being a comedian, do they? He was a miserable bastard and that was his comedy. (laughs) Um, I just remember on that one as well, Vanessa Feltz goes crazy, doesn't she? Oh, God, that was that. Didn't they ask her to come to the diary room or something? She said, fuck off. 
Uh, Home and Away actors fly to the UK to record an episode set in London. <gasps> Coincide with its return to British TV. Uh, in June, Bubble is evicted and my wife, Michelle, is devastated because she missed it because she was giving birth to our daughter. <laughs> Still hasn't forgiven her. She still hasn't forgiven us this day. Um, Pop Idol. And this is the birth of Simon Cowell. It's the first time we see Simon Cowell. Pop Idol. Hosted by Anton Deck. So on the, the judging panel was Nicky Campbell, Simon Cowell, Neil Fox and Pete Walsman. Judging singers. Um, and the final went to Gareth Gates and Will Young. Wow. Remember Darius as well. You were a big Darius fan. Yeah, yeah, I bought all their albums, I'll be honest with you, which is a bit random when you think back. Yeah, I remember we had a bit of a competition, didn't we? we were, you were team Gareth and we were team Will, but then you sort of swayed towards Will, didn't you? Towards the end, you liked Will better. Um, yeah. <laughs> Does that mean you can't remember? No, I was definitely, we were definitely team Gareth. It was yeah. definitely a shock that Will won. Um, but, I, oh, God, it's a bit embarrassing. But I have been to a Will Young concert at the Summer Pops in Liverpool in a tent. And it was brilliant. <laughs> was it, yeah? Yeah. Okay. No, I did. I liked it. Um, Ant and Dech quit SMTV and CD UK to concentrate on primetime TV. What happened this year? A big year, this. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> uh, news. The biggest news of the year, obviously, was the terror attack in the United States. The collapse of the Twin Towers. Um, almost all broadcasters cancelled the scheduled shows to show the events live as they were happening. That was... It was, I, of, it was one of them, wasn't it? Where were you? You know where you were, don't you? I was a Kirkdale saying crew depot. Spare. And I then come home. I just finished work and I came home, sat and watched it all live. And we just got back from our first Florida trip. Um, my second, but our first, where we borrowed Adam for two weeks, Kerry's yeah. cousin. And um, the rest is history. Yeah. Um, during the recording of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Contestant Charles Ingram wins £1 million. However, the payout is later suspended when he's accused of cheating his wife and a friend are in the audience and they can be heard coughing when Chris Tarrant says the correct answer from the multiple choices. You wouldn't think of that, would you? But somebody, some security expert, is sitting there going, hold on a minute. Do you know what I mean? What I don't get is... If these two in the audience were so fucking clever giving them the answers, why didn't they go the hot seats? Oh, burn, burn, <laughs> burn. Um, did, 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 little legend Joe Fagan died, age oh, 80. Bless him. Um, been at Liverpool since 1959. He was actually trialled at Liverpool, but he uh, was turned away, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, he never got, a, never got to play. I think he played for Newcastle, was he? I think it was Newcastle. Um, but he came back and started coaching uh, the reserves, developing young stars like Roger Hunt, Ian Callaghan, Tommy Smith. When Shankly retired in 74, Fagan becomes the assistant to Bob. 
And then as manager, 83-25, after Paisley retired. He won the treble in his first year. And his last game was, unfortunately, the 1985 European Cup final against Juventus, where we know what happened, the Heysel disaster. Um, I actually worked with his son, Mike, in Vauxhalls. Uh. And he said, um, since that day, he was never the same. Totally traumatised him that day. Uh. I mean, he didn't talk about his dad a lot. He very rarely talked about him. But on this day, I just said about the Cup final, he said, yeah. He said it totally changed him. That one day, his whole life was different afterwards. Um, da, da, da. Yeah, Joe died. Yeah, Joe died on the 30th of June 2001, which is the birth date of my daughter. Oh. Exact same date. So when, she, when he died, my daughter was born. Oh, so that's nice. Bit of, bit of Joe's spirit in it. Um, but then, my son, his birthday is the 15th of April, oh. which is the anniversary of Hillsborough, so we decided to keep it at two. I just don't know what would happen if we had three. don't know what date that would be. And finally, George Harrison died aged 58, lung cancer, two years after the intruder broke into his house and attacked him with a knife. Seems like yesterday. That was a Long year that. was a fucking good year, wasn't it? What happened that year? You've done all your homework for him for when it gets drawn out in the Christmas podcast. Two thousand and one. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep all my workings out. So when you spin the wheel for the Christmas one, I'll be open for two thousand and one next week. Fantastic. Um right, well I think that's about it, isn't it? Ref, blow that whistle.